0: Hello and welcome to the Inner Edge podcast. I'm Sam Howard and I'm a depression coach and founder of the Inner Edge Global, a company that provides a holistic and practical approach to the often intangible world of healing. Here we're all about healing, not just managing your mental health. Today I've got Charlotte Johnston on the podcast for a conversation. She is an intuitive coach and an energy healer. And she supports women in connecting back to their feelings and back to their divine feminine, back to their feminine energies so they can remember who they are. Her work is pure magic. I've had a session with her and it was really, really transformative for me. So make sure you go and check her out after listening to this podcast. Also, I've put together a summary of the tools and insights that we discuss for you to download, because you know me, I love a good downloadable. The link is in the description. Let's get into the conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. I've literally been so excited for this. I have so many questions for you, my goodness. Oh, like you are such a light in my life and I just feel like you overflow like fully from your heart, you know, and I'm just like I were to make me cry. <laughs> But it's it's so beautiful and like I just and it's so in line with all the work that you do and I just I don't know maybe maybe you can start by telling you know a little bit about the work that you do do because it is like you can like you just ooze it I don't know it's just gorgeous. <laughs> oh
1: my word! Um, well, thank you. <laughs> You're going to make me cry a little bit. Um, oh my word well I guess what I would I would say the work that I do the main part of the work that I do is to connect women back to their feelings and back to their um their feminine essence right because femininity is all about feeling your feelings and being able to um to feel it all without it shaking the truth of who you are um because your your emotions are just energy in motion right so it's not who you are what you're feeling at that moment is not who you are um and i think that obviously living in the masculine society that we've been living in we've been pushing down our emotions for so long that even to show any kind of emotion is labeled as like too much or you're too emotional um yeah crazy oh my word and (laughs) and it's just beautiful to be able to um to connect women back to that aspect of themselves so i work specifically with cycles as the coaching aspect of what i do um so you mean the menstrual cycle yeah so the menstrual cycle but also i um use the moon cycle if someone doesn't have a menstrual cycle yeah. um because it's just as powerful and really it's um probably more powerful to get someone who doesn't have their own cycle to start tapping into some kind of cycle because usually when you um when you have a menstrual cycle you are slightly aware of the difference in your feelings and your energy um but whereas if you kind of just don't have anything at all you're more likely to just stay in your masculine the whole time and just keep going yeah. And um, do you also find
0: that that's the case for women on the pill? Because as much as they have a period, it's, it's a sort of false, it's a false period, isn't it? It's, it's a yeah. false cycle. So, oh, how interesting. Yeah. So you direct those on the pill as well to the moon cycles to kind of start tapping into those energies.
1: Mm, yeah. Oh my yeah, goodness. It's, it's so powerful.
0: Absolutely. So you've come into this work, and obviously this is uh, very close to your, your own journey, right? You you've started and you've moved through this, and you've be- been able to embody this and now teach it. Where where does this all start for you? Like, what are the sort of the the shifts and the turns, and like the the big things that you think, wow, okay, these were the kind of big boulders that led me to the work that I do now.
1: Oh my word. Um, Oh, well I'd say the start of my healing journey was when I started healing my eating disorder. Mm. Um, yeah, because that was, that's like the surface of it, right? That's kind of, mm. I can see that I have an, an issue with food. So that's where I'm going to start.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that, so then when I started doing that, and I started um, working with women on this particular topic, I started doing more of my own healing. In because I was in Bali at the time, and um, I kept meeting people who were already connected to their divine feminine, who were kind of embodying this, and also who kind of made me realise that there was deeper things at play, and it wasn't just um, like the food. Few- healing that aspect is just the start of this journey really um and yeah kind of I'd say it's deeper um until I was working with the cycles and I always had issues with my period mm-hmm. um, I was on the pill for quite a long time but I was on the pill that I didn't have periods at all oh. um so I just, yeah, I just never had a period and it was interesting because now I do this work, I see that I was actually in my, um I was basically in the PMS section of my cycle the entire time that I was on that pill because oh, no. um, it was progesterone, right? So I had really horrific cystic acne all at my neck and all over my face. Oh, no. Um and I that also made my eating disorder worse because when you um, you naturally eat more when you're in that phase of your cycle because you're in the nesting phase. So it was like I was always in that phase and I didn't have the energy to um, to like go and do stuff or didn't have the motivation. And it kind of I, I realized once I started doing this work how much that had affected me at the time. I hadn't like put it all together. Yeah. um so that kind of made me really passionate about getting women to see how how much of an effect it can have on you because it's how quickly do doctors just put you on the pill like oh. without even considering your Not a question yeah wow and yeah i think it's just really important i think that the pill is has been so liberating for a lot of women don't get me wrong and i think that for some women it can still be um, that that might be the option that is best for them but i think that it's just something that is given out without any regard to how much it disconnects us from being able to tune into our bodies being able to listen to our emotions to our energy levels and and there's the entire spiritual side as well of like your period allowing you to heal and also allowing you to tap into your wild woman and all of that beauty and it's just it's just missed because we're just not given this as education and we're given the pill instantly when anything is slightly off
0: and it just covers it all up we can't access it then yeah and you don't know yeah. what you don't know if you go on the pill so young and so quickly with no questions asked yeah, yeah. it's just a you don't even have a chance to realize how powerful your cycle is. Mm. Wow. So, the, so basically you were drawn to the healing from, from what you could see. You could see your issues with food. You could see the, the acne that was coming out of the pill. You could feel the, that there was something going on there. And then in Bali, this is where you kind of met these mm. people. What did, what did these people look like um, that you kind of were like, yeah. They, they they're they in their divine feminine like what was it about that that kind of was like huh I want some of that
1: uh well you know one of them <laughs> <laughs> so Sasha is actually my first uh trigger to um to doing the deeper healing at this point she so Sasha and I had a um a similar experience in relation to our food journey and um it was both because of something that had happened during our childhood um and I hadn't yet linked that to that reason so it was very interesting when I met Sasha she um she was just very open and very honest about it and the way that she held herself and the way that she was like just so um able to own her own emotions able to hold herself able to hold her energy and it's really difficult to describe when you see someone and you feel someone in that divine energy um until you've experienced it but it's just so beautiful and so magnetic that you're like I want that (laughs) like I want to feel that how do I get that and then you just yeah you figure wow. it out from there and do the work. Wow.
0: And what does, what has doing the work um, meant for you? Like, what are some of the things that you've done to, to get to those deeper things?
1: So, um, yeah, that's a good question. I'd say I had a really unhealthy relationship with sex, drugs, um, and alcohol. Mm-hmm and when i started it was so intense when i started doing this healing it was um so one of the things that i really help women to do is embody what they want to become because you can have it in your head you can have this idea of what you want to do or who you want to be and the thought is there but unless you're embodying it and you're actually showing up and your your actions are in alignment with what you're thinking then you're not really, you're not really there. And I say that that was me for a solid chunk of time in Bali, um, knowing that there was things that I was doing which were really out of alignment with the person that I knew that I could become and the life that I wanted to create. But I, the fact that I was like, I hadn't healed it yet meant that I kept going back to it and I kept because it's, when you have, I always said this um, with regards to like dieting and trying to quit smoking and not, and like abstaining from sex. It's all good and well doing that and like not doing the action. But unless you actually heal what it is that is keeping you resonating with that thing, as soon as you are slightly thrown out of alignment or something goes slightly wrong, you're just going to turn right back to it. Um, so it's really important yeah to do the to go inward and to really link up what it is that has caused you to um to use that as a vice. Mm. So I know that a lot of my um my drinking issues came from childhood wounds. Um mm-hmm. and so did my my sex uh, the relationship that I had with sex it was all to kind of validate myself it was to to try and fill a void that I really needed to fill myself. Um, And so it was basically being able to see that there was these, there were these humans who were totally whole within themselves and who weren't constantly chasing um, toxic relationships and weren't going out and getting absolutely hammered all the time. And they were really happy and they were really in love with their lives. And I kind of just was like, I need to, to go inward and look at what is stopping me from from doing that myself
0: yeah and does that like meditation did you do some cool ceremonies over there i've not been to bali so i can only imagine and dream (laughs) at this point but yeah i suppose it's so magic over there that yeah
1: i can see us there together in the future at some point for sure definitely have to go yeah yeah absolutely it is beautiful it's so magical um I did there was actually (laughs) I've always gone all in when it comes to things like this (laughs) there was was one point where I was like oh I've actually done two and it was to do with healing um you have to be gentle with yourself on everything and Mm. I basically went to a um oh my gosh I went to a a rebirthing breathwork. Wow. um on the evening which is one of the most powerful breathworks I've ever been to it was insane um definitely recommend it if you come across it Mm. um and then the next day I went for a shiatsu massage which is like where they press on your energetic points but like really really press and I came out with the biggest bruises I've ever like it was so painful um and then I also had acupuncture as well which obviously got my um got my energy moving and it was that was the time where I realized that you have to take it slow (laughs) for these things it's not necessarily a good idea to just be like right obliterate my energy field and then hopefully I'll just be a different person yeah um takes time for
0: the body to integrate each change right I see a, I see a theme in all my friends, you know, we are all the same, we are all or nothing,
1: let's go, <laughs> yeah. I won <want> it yesterday, <laughs> oh. you just get so excited, and I, I do find, because um, I'm also a healer, in that I do the um, energy sessions, energy healing, and intuitive readings, and so oh, powerful, mm. oh, yeah, I've enjoyed, yeah. yes, my experience was so <laughs> powerful, mm yes and i just i've always wanted to like that's always been my thing um i've always wanted to be a healer and so i've kind of always been drawn to this kind of way of um so energy healing specifically for me going to people who do reiki and all of that kind of stuff has always just been something that i i knew i really loved doing um and it's because i could do it myself which is always one of the things that you should look out for in life, right?
0: Yeah, it's so empowering, right? If you always have to go to somebody else with all your stuff, it it's disempowering. You can go to somebody else to learn things, but yeah, ultimately, it really is. It The healing comes from within. No one else can do your healing for you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And so how then, so you've had these incredible experiences. You've obliterated your energy field (laughs) you've taken the time to like realign and integrate and you know introduce yourself to more and more of these energy practices and and techniques and all of this so what was it then like coming back from bali how how was it then different or like how did you move into integrating it into your life back in the uk Mm
1: that's a very good question um oh so i mean it's very different in in bali to the uk Mm. um bali is a very heart-centered so it's more of a feminine island they Mm. they live from the heart whereas in england we're very in our masculine we live Mm. from our heads um tend to be constantly in a rush and so it's um the integration for me has always been to um, make sure that my boundaries are set in that I'm not just spending time with people who drain my energy just because I'm lonely Mm -hmm. Um, and making sure that I keep up with my practices um, which keep me connected and I, I just committed to growth um and knew that this was this was something that I had to fully embody every single day and allow myself to really see what lit me up and what drained my energy and i basically just started following everything that lit me up and um making sure that i was commit yeah committed and i guess disciplined mm. um that sounds kind of masculine i'd say just really really aware of um where i was spending my energy wow
0: and and i mean that's so energy is really everything isn't it now, what does it feel like for you when like how do you know something lights you up and how do you know something drains your energy is there like a something you go inward to to do
1: Um, I guess now, now that I'm connected, I have like a full body, yes, like I Mm -hmm. kind of kind of a tingle all over. And I think everyone has a yes and everyone has a no. This is a really good way to, um, to start working with your intuition and connecting with your intuition and, um, building that, that muscle, is finding what your yes is and finding what your no is um and just practicing that so that you don't even really have to ask the question you can just instantly feel when you're doing something oh this is a yes or oh no this is this is a no and i love that
0: that's like creating a baseline isn't it so like imagining things that you absolutely love that you know you love and feeling what that feels like in your body and then imagining something you really don't love and see how that feels wow i love that and then as you move even through your day or if you're having a conversation or if you're doing anything you can actually tap into that at the same time oh and follow follow the yes follow the full-bodied yes oh i love that and what sorts of things around boundaries have you had to go into
1: um so family is a is a very interesting one (laughs) i mean that's (laughs) oh my goodness yes (laughs) Mm. um because obviously there is a big difference in generational views Mm. and also if you're doing this work um and your parents aren't um or even if they are it can be difficult it can be depending on your relationship with your parents um being able to express yourself in your truth and um just kind of because people really don't like it when you change um is one of the things i Mm. i found is that people can so for example if you have been really loose with your boundaries and you always said yes to helping someone out but at the detriment of your health and then all of a sudden you change um you change this up and you start saying no people can get quite offended Mm. um and it's just the boundaries I would say comes in play um with who I spend my time with most importantly but also with expressing my truth this is all i'm i'm very sensitive and i'm i've always been a bit like um scared of expressing what i believe because i was never able to take criticism very well and i was never able to um i either just cried or get really defensive so part of my journey has been able to express my truth and just be um like stay in that regardless of what the response is Right.
0: no matter what comes back yeah yeah mm. yeah i mean people is uh yeah i love that you touched on the family the family thing it can uh, be very challenging but i think also when you change and people do get offended and they respond it's it's actually i've found it to be less about you and more about how like what it brings up in them right so then they want to project that onto you and then that adds to what you're trying to create a
1: boundary <laughs> around <laughs> yeah Very oh, interesting it is because that's what you always have to remember right is uh, people project most of what they're doing is projecting their stuff onto you wow. um, and especially when you start to for example this has been one of the biggest um issues that I've come across is I don't well at the moment I haven't drank for about six months Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um and that is very different to what I used to I used to be quite the heavy drinker um love I mean I still love a good time like going out and like dancing but at the moment alcohol is just not serving me Mm. and that has been one of the biggest issues that has come up with friends and family. Um, Mainly with the people who are so, um, because it triggered something in them. I didn't say anything. I literally just was like, Oh no, I'm not drinking. Why aren't you drinking? Why? And like they get defensive because they are doing something and you've chosen a different option and it's nothing to do with what you're doing it's they're thinking that it's some kind of reflection on them and that and so it's yeah that's that would be one of the biggest things I've come across when it comes to boundaries and things
0: absolutely and I think it's so hard because you're already having the hard of changing and standing in your own truth right and then on top of that what does happen it will happen and I suppose we all have to know to expect it is that you get that added layer, the reflection and the projection from everybody else on top of it. And it's very easy to sort of think, well, am I doing the right thing? Like, is this the right, is this the right thing? And so how do you then know to, to come back inside? How do you kind of come back and tune into to what is right for you?
1: I mean, I'd say that's a practice more than anything else um there's times where I still find myself because as um someone i I often find myself doing things that um might not be completely in alignment with me and I have to check back in and be like why am I doing this like come back in is this truth is this from my heart um and it is just honestly a daily practice Wow. And one that I I think you just get better at. Um, and, but we're all human and we all make mistakes, right? And there's sometimes, I mean, yeah, I found myself with everything that's going on at the moment with the Black Lives Matter um, mm-hmm. movement. I have, where I would usually have been silent,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've started to use my voice. But then I found myself doing that from a place of anger. And separation rather than being connected to my heart space still and doing it from a place of education and trying to bring people together so I think that we're always learning we're always faced with new things we're always coming into different and especially now right now the world is changing at an unprecedented rate and we are always going to be trying new things and seeing how we can be in this new world and it's just a constant practice of staying connected to your heart staying connected to your truth and knowing that you you are a powerful being and you have the the power to to choose how you show up absolutely in a
0: way that is like you said aligned with your heart and your truth and your voice because there's nothing worse than saying something you think you should say from a place that isn't authentic right that's absolutely not what is being called for it's a it's got to be in alignment it's got to be as you say um with education yeah and then and then it has the powerful effect right really does because then it comes from somewhere so much deeper yeah
1: it's, and that's what's going to create lasting change right exactly i
0: think it's we get to be a part of making history i think
1: yeah exactly and
0: quite exactly. an incredible time yeah and how like talking about inner power and, and inner energy and you know, I've recently, I say, yeah, quite recently come to all of this incredible study around using your energy in, and channeling it into your work, channeling into your creativity, channeling it through your heart, through your voice out into the world. And a lot of it keeps coming back to your sexual energy, right? This is so, so powerful. And when you can harness it, and when you can use it and channel it, your effect again, just like where you come from your heart and you speak your truth in the things that you're you know passionate about, it all comes through and is received so differently and I know you have done so much work around this, and you i I have so many questions, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe you can speak a little bit on how you know you came to So wanting or learning to harness your sexual energy and through self-pleasure and and through channeling it through into your creativity and your work, like, what does that, what does that look like for you?
1: Oh, yes. I love this. Um, So, yeah, it's interesting. I was just putting um, a story on Instagram today and it was about, so with your cycle and I was talking about the different energies that you have access to. Um, I'm in my autumn right now and I can really feel that wild woman energy like that fierce energy and this is where you get to see where the energy is and harness the energy for something good Mm. rather than letting it take over you and just being triggered by everything and shouting at everyone and like going actually crazy you can feel this energy you can harness this energy and you can use it towards whatever you're trying to create in your life at this moment. And um, your sexual energy is the most, well, it's the most powerful energy that we have direct access to right now, um, which is, which is why it, sex is so sacred. Mm. Um, and why, when we aren't in alignment with the people that we're having sex with, um, aren 't in alignment with the reason that we 're having sex um, it really depletes us and drains us, and we actually hold on especially as women because obviously we 're penetrated, so their energy goes inside of us, and we hold on to some of that energy mm. um, and I had a really, really bad relationship with sex in that it was um something that I did to get validation, something that I did mindlessly mm. and i didn't feel anything with these people that i was having sex with so for me i had to do a lot of healing first before i could start to really harness this energy and use this energy um and that so i have a yoni egg practice and i've also used an obsidian wand and i cannot describe how incredible these experiences have been with these um these crystals Wow. and the so I used the obsidian wand and I had this intense death and rebirth dream and it was just wow. it was insane and then the next morning I woke up and I felt really like I would just had an energetic healing mm. um and the next time I used my yoni egg my orgasm was deeper and more powerful than I've ever experienced and so wow. and it's just got deeper and more powerful since because This energy that we hold on to from other people and from these past experiences is basically blocking us from feeling the deeper, more explosive, um, intense orgasms. And so the more that you work on healing that and letting go of that energy, the more able you are to feel the power of your sexual energy. Um, And so I've with the Yoni Egg practice, I have used the intention of um making my orgasms implosive rather than explosive. Mm so it's channeled back
0: inside of you and through you. Yeah. Oh, I love that.
1: Yes. Which is when you think about it um cuz previously before I did this, I would always orgasm before I went to sleep because it it was the perfect way to get to sleep, right? Like a um yeah. Yeah, and that's because it's it's expelling energy. You're putting hmm. energy outside of yourself, whereas now I tend to have a practice in the morning right. because it energizes. You can use this energy to energize you, um, and it's also unlocking a lot of energy from your different chakras and moving it upwards into your creative chakras so that you can start living more in flow and more in your creative um creative power and it just it's that flowy feeling right you're we as humans are often living from our lower chakras of survival
0: Mm.
1: um because of the stress that we're in and when you start to use this energy to move your energy upwards and unlock and heal you start to live in the higher chakras, you start to balance the chakras out and actually feel all of the different aspects of your potential, um, the power that you hold to create, especially as a woman and your connection, your third eye and your connection. It's all, it's all just, yeah, beautifully activated by using your, your sexual energy.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that. And do you know what the saddest thing is? Like we are not taught this, right? There's I feel there's so much shame that's held around women self-pleasuring and our sexual energy and how we show up, you know, centrally, even in the world. You know, you want to go out, you want to if you want to dress up and look nice, it's it's so Said no I just I I don't know what to say about it it is it's so sad and there's so much shame that's held around it add then the actions that come off of that which end up being detrimental to our health and our connection and our you know our energy it's just layer on layer on layer I mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) Why do you think this is so hidden from us? This is so not a part of a woman growing
1: up. Well, that's a result of living in the masculine society. Think about when women were in the power. Their last time, the last time women, largely as a collective, were fully in their power, we were burned at the stake because the reality yeah the reality is that we're so powerful and this is whether you um resonate with calling yourself a witch or not a witch is really just a woman who is in her power and um this is just when the last time that we were doing this the last time that we were so connected to the elements and to the
0: the ability we have to our cycles nature cycles
1: oh yeah we were killed we were burned at the stake because of this so from then the schooling system the church the church has a lot of impact on the schooling system and this is like this is all masculine traditional Christian um outlooks because we want to keep people in their place and if they realize their power like look at what's happening now people are realizing their power when we come together Um and it's yeah, it it just, I mean, it's time now, and it's a very powerful time. But this is why, yeah. why I'd say it's been held from us for so long.
0: Yeah, it's the insecurities and the lack of doing the work within people in power, right, that then feel they need to make sure everybody else doesn't come up to challenge their power.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. um and it's it's programming right it's a lot of because a lot of what we do this work is unlearning Mm. and um the people who are in power they have been programmed like they have been taught that the way that they are living is right and they they believe this and so um yeah it's a lot It's a lot to do with people who just aren't even close to doing this work, who are in these positions, who've been taught certain things, who unfortunately have a lot of power over the way that the world is run right now.
0: Yeah, and they're just on autopilot. Like you said, it's all been passed down, programmed, conditioned, in every which way you look at it. Family, friends, the system, the schooling, the church, the whole... The whole shebang like it's it, you get it from every angle don't you because it's it's all been created that way mm-hmm. and then you're right you've got people who don't do the work who are living on autopilot like you say believing they're right in all their you know they're um this is the way it should be and they're confident with that and so it ends up yeah being filtered down from there doesn't it mm-hmm. but i think it's it's incredible to watch So many people wake up. I mean, this is the power of the work, you know, the journeys that we've all been on, right? We have gone through a process of waking up, of connecting to ourselves, and then delivering our gifts through that channel, right? And suddenly, to watch hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of people at the same time wake up, it's... (laughs) it's huge. Like we've been doing it one by one, you know, you work one-on-one with a client and one by one, you wake people up to their power. And I feel like perhaps just the tipping point of the number of people ready to, ready to see, ready to do the work. So what do you think then like, well, what comes next? There's a lot of work to be done. Like how can, how can we, let's say somebody's just woken up, and they've gone, oh my goodness, I've been missing this my whole life. What, what next? Like, where do they go?
1: Well, um, I mean, it's. It, I think the thing to remember is this is not an instant change, right? A lot of the time, um, like we said, it takes what I've been on this journey for six years now, I'd say. Um, and there's so much unlearning to do there's so much that you don't even realize is I mean look at this um the white privilege that we're unpacking now that we we were unaware of how we would we were living out these stories um that we now need to look into and it's the same when you wake up you you just kind of one by one start to realize that the thoughts that you've been thinking aren't what you actually believe in and the life that you've created isn't one that you're actually connected to and so it's giving yourself the time but making sure that it's a long term um you can't I want to say you can't go to sleep but I do know that people have kind of managed to just be like I'm just going to turn off that part of my spirituality and I'm just going to carry on and there have been times where I thought you know what it might just be easier if I just carry on going getting drunk and just pretending that nothing nothing's wrong um
0: but there's but that, think that voice there's that voice isn't there right every time you shut it down every time you shut the thought down that's like or oh, that feeling that's like this is is this it like there must be something more right and then you go shh, no this is fine my life is how it's supposed to be <laughs> this is what I was taught this is what's supposed to be fun. This is what I'm supposed to do, right? This is how I'm supposed to be happy. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's just over time. Some people are better at putting the voice and the feelings to sleep, but I feel like it comes out at some point.
1: Oh yeah, massively, massively. And I think um, I think also it's it's interesting to notice that sometimes when you connect to that voice and you see what it was that. You've been missing it's so big that you're like, "Oh my, like that can't be right, so like it takes a long time for you to actually um believe for you to to feel into what's right and i think I think that is one of the most important things that I've learned as well is um always coming back to your because I know this is such a cliche, right, and I heard it from the beginning, mm. and I didn't believe it. <laughs> I did yeah. not believe it um people are like you have the power within you and I'm like no 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 you need to heal me like I need to go to you for like you need to do this work for me like I I don't know how to even start I need your Um, help (laughs) but it's the truth like the truth is that yes we can go to these healers and teachers and all of this but really they are just reminding you of what is already inside of you yes And that is what you always need to remember is if you're um, if something is resonating with you, then it's probably something you already know and look inside of you, look inside of what what else, what's your wisdom? What else can you add to this? Like, how can you Mm. how can you make that your um, your truth? Because that is something that is reigniting a flame within you rather than just reading a book and then taking it on and being like, this is truth, like exactly what they're saying is now. If that makes sense, my truth.
0: It's like taking, yeah, educating, learning from other people, learning from everything you can, but at the same time, having that discernment within you to see does this sit, like, does it resonate with you? And I suppose, yeah, there is a fine line to walk between do I want it to resonate with me or does it resonate with me? Is it Mm -hmm. trying to, but I don't want to look, you know? And I think, again, like you said, it's the long game, it's that commitment to growth, it's that it's not going to shift everything all at once or you know overnight because our bodies our energetic bodies can't integrate it so fast we have to peel the onion we have to you know peel the layers step by step by step but it has to be a commitment to growth for sure i thought that that was so beautiful that you where that you put it that way because it is it's you know this is a now um it always has been but now, more and more people get to jump on the growth train. And I truly believe that we as humans are designed for growth. We are designed to progress. We are designed, like, we get bored if we sit and do the same thing all the time and get comfortable, right? So, as much as it's, it's challenging, like, we're so designed to do it.
1: There's a quote, I can't remember who's, who, who it's by but they basically say like, if we're not growing, we're dying, which is intense and quite Mm -hmm. drastic. But it's, it's true. Like if we aren't evolving as humans, if we aren't stepping, because we're here on this earth for a reason, like our life is a purpose. And so the more that we connect back to the truth of who we are, the more that our entire life is going to become more powerful and in alignment with what it is that we came here to do, like what it is that um, we were like the gifts that we were given and all of this kind of stuff. Cause we all have gifts. We all have magic within us and doing this work is just reconnecting you back to that reconnecting you back to what you always knew. These kids, Kids are born and they're like, Oh, I, I can see ghosts or I can speak to people or like they're psychic and the world pushes it down. The world is like, No, this is not true. Like you can't be doing that. And so they forget and they don't practice it and they they think that there's something wrong with them and then they get up, they grow up and it's like there's something, that's that niggling voice, is like come back to your power, come back to the the reason that you're here and these gifts that you have so that you can serve other people.
0: I just, and I love that you've added that on the end, like, so you can serve other people. Like this has such a ripple effect. Like you wake up, you connect to your gifts, you connect, you speak your truth. And by definition, like you create this beautiful ripple. And and I think the beauty of it as well is that everyone's gifts are different. And even if the gift might somewhat be similar to somebody else's, no one can do it quite like you. So there's always this oh it's this beautiful uniqueness right we really really do and so many people don't bring their gifts out they die with these gifts inside of them and i think it's one of the most heartbreaking things because the the world hasn't benefited from from yeah they haven't been able to share and and have that ripple effect oh my gosh yeah right it's uh... back we keep coming back to ourselves
1: yeah, you're healing by healing yourself you're helping to heal the planet. You can't don't take the act of healing yourself as a small a small thing. Um, because the impact that you have when you heal yourself is huge. It's absolutely massive and
0: um
1: yeah, it's just start small, start with that.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I love that.
0: And they say that um when you do heal, you also heal within your generational lines, right? You heal seven generations back and seven generations forward. You know, people that are not even around yet, and those have already passed. Like, we can do this work collectively together, and have such a massive impact on how we move forward from here. Mm-hmm. It is so beautiful. It's so so warms mm. <laughs> my heart so many people so many people coming together
1: (laughs) yeah and this is a this is a time of mass healing right this is what is happening right now on a global collective scale is that we are being asked to look at the things we're still holding on to to look at the the places that we still need to heal and the the universe as a whole that the earth even um has an energy and in the past few months this energy has increased and when energy increases the darker parts of us the lower vibrations can't exist there anymore and so that is when it brings all of this stuff to the surface so when coronavirus um started that triggered a lot of stuff for a lot of people Mm. um because you were still holding these things so it's it's like a collective um, cleansing and collective healing and letting go and it's that's what is the higher perspective and that is what needs to be remembered mm-hmm. when we get caught up in all of the small stuff when we get caught up in um, Facebook arguments with people who have different views to us or All of this kind of thing, when we kind of find ourselves getting caught up in whatever it is, just remembering the bigger picture, remembering the reason that this is all happening and checking that that's where we're coming from as a person.
0: Keep coming back to what's true for us and moving through our hearts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not from these heightened states of um, manic energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have one last question for you. Okay. What does having the inner edge mean to you?
1: Oh, oh my word. Um, i say it's having that desire within you to push yourself to want more to know that you deserve like to do the scary things to you have that fire inside of you to kind of um break those stereotypes and break those things around you that you have been boxed in with and just knowing that you can do that and you have that within you I think is is probably what what it means for me your inner edge Mm. oh i
0: love that thank you so much and where can everyone follow you on social media so they can feel what i'm trying to explain about your love moving through the screen
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so i am charlotte emma johnston on instagram charlotte johnston on facebook and um i also have a facebook group self love and Cycles. um but yeah thank you so much for having me honestly you're incredible and it's been an absolute pleasure oh thank you so much
0: i hope you enjoyed that let charlotte and i know what resonated with you most by tagging us in your stories or messaging us on instagram at Charlotte Emma Johnston or at sam underscore m underscore Howard. And just a quick reminder if you'd like the PDF that you can download with a summary of all the tools that we've discussed on this podcast, the link is in the description. Until next time, bye for now.